This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Here he is. Who do you blame for the shooting, Alec? Exclusive. Alec Baldwin and wife Hilaria today. And breaking her silence. What the embattled rookie armorer is saying now. And can you believe she calls herself a nutritionist? She weighs only 68 pounds. And teenagers are listening to her advice. The shocking Dr. Phil exclusive. Giving meal plans to young girls as low as 200 calories a day. Plus... The Bug Bandits. How houses being fumigated for termites can be targeted by burglars. And target real housewives. Is the TV show giving bad guys a blueprint on where to find their valuables? And... Holy smoke! What the heck just happened? Then, she's free. The daughter who served seven years in prison for stuffing her mother's body into a suitcase during vacation. She's being deported back to the USA. Plus, don't go in the basement. I hate coming down here. She's scared to death every time she does the laundry. And she has to go there every day. I never come down here at night. The creepiest rooms in America. And... Halloween TV. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvi, and today for Deborah, Alec Baldwin continues to lie low in Vermont with his family. Our cameras caught him and wife Alaria out shopping today. This comes as the armorer who handed the loaded gun to Baldwin breaks her silence, wanting to clear up what she calls untruths about what happened. Jim Murray has more. Who do you blame for the shooting, Alec? It's exclusive video of Alec Baldwin shopping with his wife, Alaria, as they remain in seclusion in a remote New England village. Alec, who do you blame? Go away. Baldwin and Alaria were at the Ralph Lauren outlet store. You can see he shaved the bushy beard he grew for the movie Rust, another sign that the movie will not resume shooting in the immediate future, if ever. It was Baldwin's second day in a row going to the store. This time, he was exchanging clothes. Alaria told us this is a tragedy. Inside Edition's Allison Hall is there. Today, Baldwin appeared sullen and was in no mood to talk as he and his family continue to lay low in the small town of Manchester, Vermont. And rookie armorer Hannah Gutierrez-Reed is now breaking her silence, blaming the tragic shooting not on herself, but on the production. Lawyers for the embattled armorer claim that she was overworked and denied the time to train the crew and that the whole production became unsafe. Her attorney released this statement. Hannah was hired on two positions, which made it extremely difficult to focus on her job as an armorer. She fought for training, days to maintain weapons, and proper time to prepare for gunfire, but ultimately was overruled. 
Gutierrez also claims she has no idea where the live rounds came from and never witnessed anyone shoot live rounds. Weapon safety expert Steve Wolf believes it's time for Alec Baldwin to take some responsibility in the fatal shooting of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. The key rule is never point a gun at anything you don't want to destroy. And he pointed a gun at someone who posed no threat to him. And he says if a prop gun like this one had been used instead of a Colt 45 revolver, the entire tragedy could have been avoided. Which gives you the safety benefit of not being able to put live ammo into it. If you try to put live ammo into that, it won't go. Meantime, the dead woman's widower and young son had the heart-wrenching task of bringing the cinematographer's belongings from the film set back to their beach home in Venice, California. A private funeral is being held for the cinematographer on Sunday. You may be surprised to find out this woman calls herself a dietitian who doles out healthy eating tips while weighing just 68 pounds. Now she's speaking with Dr. Phil about her battle with eating disorders. Here's Amber Cogliano. Can you believe this woman calls herself a nutritionist and she weighs only 68 pounds? Her name is Danielle and her 20-year battle with anorexia and bulimia is at the center of Monday's episode of Dr. Phil. She could die momentarily. It's that serious. Despite her debilitating eating disorder, Danielle admits that she offers weight loss advice on social media and teens are listening to her. She was going on representing herself as a nutritionist and giving meal plans to young girls as low as 200 calories a day. How dangerous is that, Dr. Phil, for someone like this to be giving nutrition advice? I think it can be catastrophic. She presents it as though, hey, this is an achievement. This is something that you should aspire to, when in fact it could be uh, it, it could be terrible for their health. It could be fatal for their health. Danielle is 34 years old. She's lost most of her teeth due to her struggles with bulimia. She started starving herself at age 14. Dr. Phil's interview comes on the heels of disturbing testimony by a whistleblower that Facebook and Instagram are aware their apps make body image issues worse for one in three teen girls. They're doing it knowingly. You know, they're, they're playing with these girls' lives and self-esteem. What would you tell parents? Is there, to, is there a way to protect your children? Be careful that you're not role modeling the very things you don't want your child to do. If mom is always saying, oh my gosh, does this make me look fat? If she's always on a diet, if she's always talking about that, she's modeling these behaviors for her daughter. And very important, don't get advice from people like this. Facebook says its research was taken out of context and misunderstood. If you have termites, you may cover your house in a tent for fumigation, but now a warning. Thieves are targeting these covered homes, even donning gas masks to deal with the toxic fumes. It's quite a sight, a house entirely enclosed in a tent. The tent has been erected so that exterminators can fumigate the house to get rid of termites. But these tented houses are also turning into a bullseye for burglars. Look, a thief ignores the noxious fumes to rifle through a walk-in closet. He takes an expensive piece of luggage and other loot he finds in the drawers. As the police stated, it is open season. Chloe King, a screenwriter, had $77,000 of her mother's jewelry stolen. This was full 
completely. And she's not just blaming the burglars, but also Terminex, the company she hired to take care of her termite infestation. Did they tell you at any point you should secure your valuables, make sure that you take them out of the house? Anything not. Like that? for one second, quite the opposite. They said, don't worry, the house is going to be completely secure. I would have said, all right, I'm piling my car, you know, um, and I'm evacuating with everything that's precious to me. Burglars have to know these are great targets. Correct. John Beltran is the CEO of Tandler Exterminating. Any valuables, firearms, or anything of high dollar value, you need to make sure you either remove it or secure it someplace else. He suggests installing a temporary security system. It's monitored, so if there's any movement within the house, it's going to notify, and then police will come out. He says hiring a private security firm for three days might be a good investment. First bugs, then burglars. Not fun. Terminex says the work was done by a different provider. Still, they arranged a refund saying the safety and security of their customers is their top priority. And last time, we told you about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star who was the victim of a terrifying home invasion. Turns out she's not the first cast member to be targeted after showing off their vast wealth on TV. Here's Lisa Guerrero. We're learning more about the terrifying home invasion at Real Housewife of Beverly Hills star Dorit Kemsley's mansion. Her husband, P.K. Kemsley, rushed home from London, where he was on a business trip, to deal with the crisis. A reporter from DailyMail.com caught up with him after he landed at LAX. She's she's in shock. I'm going to see her now. Just know that, thank God, my baby's okay. And Dorit's okay. Just hours before the terrifying home invasion, the reality star spoke about her expensive wardrobe on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion. Do you buy every single thing? Every single piece. And you pay retail for everything? Yes. Beverly Hills Housewife star Kyle Richards also appeared on the reunion show. In 2017, her home was burglarized while she was vacationing in Aspen. Andy Cohen even advised Beverly Hills Housewife star Lisa Rinna to stop flaunting her collection of vintage gowns, which she used to keep in a detached garage. I'm like an organized hoarder. I knew exactly where it was. Rena, have you moved those dresses into the house? Well, they're in a special vintage place where they keep your clothes. Both Lisa Rinna and Kyle Richards rushed to their friend's mansion to comfort her after the scary break-in. So are these reality stars putting themselves in danger when they parade their wealth on TV or social media? Lots of cops believe so. When they flaunt their wealth, their their valuables or belongings, uh, it is uh, an invitation for a criminal to, in this case, criminals, to come in, you know, rip them off. About a million dollars in jewelry, handbags, and watches was stolen during that home invasion. Now a woman being interviewed for the local news gets quite a surprise. Surprise! An anti-fire suppression system suddenly goes off at a gas station in upstate New York, sending a giant cloud billowing across the street. Let's get out of this cloud. The TV crew conducting an interview on the other side of the street took cover. But this unlucky driver was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Just crazy. And it was a wild scene in Bali as Heather Mack, the woman convicted of helping her boyfriend kill her mother and stuff her in a suitcase, was released from prison. Hit the road, Mack. That's the message aimed at the infamous American heiress, Heather Mack. 
It was a wild scene as she was released from prison today in Bali after serving just seven years for her role in the murder of her own mother. She will now be deported back to her hometown of Chicago. Heather Mack's mother, Sheila Von Wiesmack, was beaten to death on vacation on the Paradise Island of Bali in 2014. Her body was stuffed into a suitcase following a bitter argument when she found out that Heather, then 18, was pregnant. Heather's boyfriend, Tommy Schaefer, got an 18-year sentence for the murder. Heather Mack was sentenced to 10 years for being an accomplice. She is being released because of good behavior. Heather famously gave birth in prison and says she wants to leave the girl with foster parents in Bali when she returns to the USA. Mac will be in Bali a few more days waiting for her travel documents. And it's that time of year when your favorite TV stars dress up for Halloween. It's Halloween game day on the Today Show. Savannah Guthrie and Jenna Bush Hager transformed into Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, complete with some of the real squad. We went down to Dallas, and the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders created a routine for us, choreographed a routine, taught it to us with patience that you cannot even imagine. Al Roker put on quite a halftime show as The weekend. And Hoda Kotb did her best impression of Carrie Underwood singing the Sunday Night Football theme song. Turns out she and her co-anchors got a little help from the Saturday Night Live wig team. We have like, I don't know what it is, eight minutes or so to go from TV thing to this. They literally come in and go, sit down. They like take your hair. They put a skull cap on. They're like ripping around. They're putting on your outfit. Like they do everything. The View held a musical themed Halloween show, The Musical. That's Sonny Hostin as a dream girl. And Sarah Haynes swinging through the air a la Moulin Rouge. Cameron Hall's pregnant Cardi B costume got the seal of approval from the rapper herself. OMG, this is so freaking cool, Cardi B tweeted. And Kelly and Ryan were out of this world as civilians launching into space. They also created a spoof show called Bridger Ted, combining two of the most popular TV shows of the past year, Bridgerton and Ted Lasso. Pardon me. Knock a doodle do. Let the trick-or-treating begin. And we'll be right back. Next, the plot thickens. The powerful lawyer whose wife and son were murdered. Is he now the chief suspect? Alex Murdoch's own lawyers say he is a person of interest. Plus, don't go in the basement. I hate coming down here. She's scared to death every time she does the laundry. And she has to go there every day. I never come down here at night. The creepiest rooms in America. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. The plot thickens for the once powerful Murdoch family of South Carolina. Did attorney Alex Murdoch have anything to do with the murders of his wife and son? Police are increasingly focused on disgraced attorney Alex Murdoch and what role he may have played in the shocking murders of his wife and son. 
A 48 hours investigation is shedding new light on the mystery riveting America. I spoke with correspondent Nikki Batiste. There's a lot of speculation surrounding specifically the double murders. There are no investigators have named no suspects, no motive. But Alex Murdoch's own lawyers say he is a person of interest. Did he murder his wife and son? No. Does he have any idea who did? No. 53 year old Murdoch is at the center of a web of tragic deaths that has ensnared the once powerful South Carolina dynasty. In June, his wife Maggie and son Paul were shot to death in their hunting lodge. Murdoch says he found the bodies and called 911. I think the police my wife and badly. One theory was that those murders were linked to another tragedy. 22-year-old Paul Murdoch was awaiting trial for causing the death of 19-year-old Mallory Beach in a boating accident when he was allegedly drunk. Surveillance video shows Paul Murdoch buying beer using a phony ID and drinking shots at a bar. Mallory's aunt is now speaking out for the first time to 48 hours. All I ever wanted was for him to get on the stand and say I'm sorry. She actually took me to Mallory's gravesite, a place that Mallory's mom hasn't been able to go yet. It's still too difficult. Alex Murdoch now faces criminal charges that he hired his cousin to stage a phony assassination attempt. He also admits to stealing millions of dollars from his law firm. Now comes the almost inconceivable. Did this troubled man also murder his own wife and son? What happens to the Murdoch family name now? Is it safe to say it's tarnished forever? I don't know how the name, the Murdoch name, can ever rebound from this epic fall from grace. 48 Hours airs Saturday on CBS. Up next, the creepiest basements in America. Perfect for Halloween. People spooked by their basements. It's the most dreaded part of her day. She's headed down to the creepiest room in her house. It's the laundry room. The house was built in 1860, before the Civil War. It's a beautiful home, fully restored. But Blaine Caravaggi, who owns an organic baking business, still gets spooked when it's laundry time. It makes weird noises. The lights flicker. There's cobwebs. It's very, it's like Halloween all year round. She makes her way past lots of dusty stuff. Finally, the laundry room. She's got a sparkling new washer dryer. But that doesn't seem to help the unsettling feeling she has in there. Blaine's out of there as fast as she can. It's very creepy. All right, so I am in my creepy basement. First off, check the ground for any spiders. On social media, the laundry room is by far the spookiest part of the house. We're going down the hatch. Oh, bro. I hate coming down here. Who can blame her? Look at those handprints on the wall. These handprints have been down here for I don't know how long to creep me out. While washing your clothes in this dilapidated space, beware of strange noises. And just look at this spooky laundry room in a Detroit apartment building. I was just in disbelief how gross it looked. The walls were covered in graffiti. Garrison Briggs says it looked like something out of a horror film. I will not go when it's dark. Like so many others, Blaine has to muster up all her courage just to do the laundry. I hate coming down here. I hate it. Oh, so scary. And next, a Halloween prank. Finally today, boo. Things got scary at this dentist office. Taylor. 
The staff all tried to outdo each other in the fright department. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Why do you do that? I jumped too. See you next time. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.